This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Patriots, we have a big show for you tonight. If you have children, I have two that are in their 30s. We're going to talk about social and emotional learning. Your grown kids hate you. Parents of successful kids. And last but not least, the bonehead, lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is the gunny, and you're on the Patriot cause. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. One of my mostest favorite comedy shows that I have all the episodes and I love watching it is Seinfeld. Not because it's a big Hollywood thing and got a bunch of liberals on the show, but they actually bring comedy into your life and lessons that are learned from that comedy. You know, you actually learn things. Things socially, things environmentally, things that tell you that life is good. And that was in the 90s. Well, I'm telling you, Seinfeld is old. Today's standards, it wouldn't even make it on the charts to even be close to be top 10 because of the world that has become today. So what I want you to listen to is a clip and this clip is about George Costanza, and the way this happens is his girlfriend ends up meeting one of his friends inside of his little circle, and it just blows his whole world apart. And he has an explosive episode when it relates to what his world is, which we can all put ourselves in his shoes today and try to understand why our worlds are colliding, especially as it relates to our children. That's gonna be trouble. <laughs> why? Jerry, don't you see this world here? This is George's sanctuary. If Susan comes into contact with this world, his worlds collide. <laughs> you know what happens then? Well, that was really a stupid thing. You know what's gonna happen now? Worlds collide. Well, yeah. <laughs> because this world is your sanctuary, and if that world comes in contact... Yes, it blows up. So if you know that, what did you tell Elaine for? I didn't know. Kramer told me about the worlds. You couldn't figure out the world's theory for yourself? It's just common sense. Anybody knows you gotta keep your worlds apart. <laughs> You have no idea of the magnitude of this thing. If she is allowed to infiltrate this world, then George Costanza, as you know him, ceases to exist. You see, right now, I have relationship George, but there is also independent George. 
that's the George you know, the George you grew up with. Movie George, coffee shop George, liar George, bawdy George. I, I love that George. Me too. And he's dying, Jerry. If relationship George walks through this door, he will kill independent George. A George divided against itself cannot stand. You're killing independent George. You know that, don't you? George, I don't even want to get... You know what word Susan used last night? Huh? Vault! <laughs> so? She got that from you. Well, I didn't tell her to say it. What, is she the only girl in the whole world? Why can't you find your own girl? I like her. You see? You see? You see what I'm talking about? It's all just slipping away. And you're letting it happen. George has a very valid point. It's all just slipping away, and we are letting it happen. The academics are taking over the job of the parents of this country. Not because they want to, it's because they're being forced to. They're being forced to do this through Marxism and communism. And if you don't believe it, I got a whole lot of oceanfront property in Arizona for you. Because it is true and it is happening. So I want to read an article from the Epic Times, which, as you know, is one of my favorite ones. It's called Trading Academics for Far-Left Social-Emotional Learning. Alex Newman, on April 21st of 2020, wrote these words. Alex Newman is an award-winning international journalist, educator, author, and consultant who co-wrote the book Crimes of the Educators, How Utopians are using government schools to destroy American children. He is the executive director of the Public School Exit, serves as CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media, and writes the diverse publications in the United States and abroad. So this individual is very, very knowledgeable with this subject of education and Marxism. The education establishment refers to it as social-emotional learning. Social-emotional learning, or just SEL, for short. Generally, they speak only in vague generalities, using soothing language when dealing with the public. So what they're doing is they're making it sound good so you'll believe it. And it's true, some of what falls under the SEL umbrella is fairly harmless. So they're mixing all of this up and hiding what is harmful to our children in a harmless way of saying it. But then again, the food pellets that contain rat poison are fairly harmless too, at least until the poison, which is just a trace compound in the deadly food pellets, is disguised by the intended victim. This is what we're talking about, little pieces of Marxism, little pieces of poison that are being presented into the education system. How I know this? I'm going to tell you how I know this. I have a wonderful daughter, a wonderful son that was raised hardworking as children, doing their chores, doing their things, and accepting responsibility and working hard 
to get where they're at while they were going to school. Once they hit the college scene, it was all up to them. It was all up to the education system, and dad and mom had no say in their life anymore because we don't know they're smarter than us. So now they're accepting the education system and their little bitty rat poison pills over us. The review by the Epic Times on a wide range of SEL programs used across the United States found that all contain similar extreme and along with highly controversial teachings on sex, sexuality, gender, race, racism, class, economic liberty, family, marriage, and more. Interviews with the education and a review of their writings of the subject were also revealing. In short, the real goals of the SEL go far beyond helping children socially and emotionally, and it's not difficult to find out what they're doing is they're brainwashing your kids with Marxism, communism. As soon as they cross that line into the education system, which used to be college, now it's K-12. The younger, the better to get to that mind to control it. That's exactly what's happening. So let's refer to 10 reasons why your grown kids hate you. Real simple, education system, that's why they hate you. Wonder why you don't get along with your grown children? We'll talk to Jane Adams, and she has a PhD from psychological or psychology today. And the number one thing that she lists of those 10 are you insist on being right. You insist on being right as a parent. Well, of course we are. If you're 15 months old or 15 years old, we know what's right. That's why we're insisting on being right. We have all different stories about the past, even one we share, but as long as you insist on your version, they don't have a right theirs. Accept their story and being true for them. No, a story is not true just because they say it's true. The truth is, what we as a family determine what is true. And if a child at an age that are 10 years old is telling your parents what is truth, they're being brainwashed. It's that simple because it's our responsibility to help them understand what the real truth is. So your grandkids and your kids hate you. And the reason they hate you is because you're insisting on being right. Even today, and my kids in their 30s, Grandpa don't have no clue. He's some old, senile individual. I'm not successful. I'm just this ridiculous guy that lived in the old age. I might as well just be George Washington. That's about how far back they put me. George Washington. Okay, science says that parents are successful kids have these 13 things that are in common. And this is from Rachel Gillett and Drake Bear on the 1st of May of 2017. Number one, they make their kids do chores. That's the number one thing on their list of 
parents that are successful because they make their kids understand what it's like to earn and be a citizen, a person, and do something productive other than to sit on the Nintendo every single day. And then someday I'll get to go to college and learn no skill, but I get a degree for it. If kids aren't doing the dishes, it means someone else is doing it for them. Absolutely. Many parents do not require this of their kids. Oh, you're too busy. You're learning. You're doing the things. You're being socially manipulated, manipulated by the Marxists. <coughs> Got no time to do any chores around this house and learn. And so they absorb of not only the work, but of learning the work has to be done that each of us must contribute for betterment of the whole. That's what it's about, to contribute to become betterment of the whole. How dare you? Yes, she is correct. How dare you contribute to the betterment of the whole by giving skills to your kids before they get into the education system. How dare you? This is why we do this. This is a prime example of what has happened to our children in this country with the Marxism and the communism and the self-centeredness that they are in control, that they're old enough to make decisions in their lives. And this is the rebellion that we get. Like most of the teenagers at this age, they live on the virtual video world. And this kid is recording himself in a home that is extravagant, very big, lots of things in the house. You know, it's a very upper middle class home. And this kid's recording this at his house by himself, nobody else there. I would say he's probably about 12 years old. And to set the video up, he is going to ask his mom if she hates him. But he doesn't really ask his mom. What he's doing is he's asking himself, playing the role of his mom. And the psychological impact of this is absolutely unbearable. I need some clickbait for this video. So uh, basically, I'm going to ask my mom if she hates me. Um, I don't, I don't know why, but hopefully she says no, because if my mom hates me, then that's an issue. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ask her. Okay guys, so I'm here with my mom, and uh, do you wanna say anything to the viewers? Oh, hi everybody. Yeah, so that's my mom, and uh, You've been my mom for like 13 years now, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, 13 years I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you're right, um, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. So um, I actually have a question for you. Oh, okay, uh, sure, yeah, what's your question? Yeah, no, it's just some weird random question, but um, I was wondering if you hate me. Do I hate you? Yeah, that's what I said. Do you hate me? <laughs> Oh my gosh, are you serious right now? Tit, yeah, what, what's so funny? Like, I'm being serious. Like, do you hate me? Yes. Yes, I do. I, I hate you so much. I One thing I have to say about the military is if an individual like this, for whatever reason, decides 
when he's old enough and becomes 18 years old that he wants to come to the military, we're going to suck all of that out of him. We're going to make him a absolutely wonderful citizen of this world because we're going to take this hate and these things that are inside of them and absolutely strip it and rebuild that person from inside in 11 weeks. And when they graduate boot camp, they're going to go home and they're going to hug their mom. Seen it, been there, done that. So why are we dealing with all of these so-called problems in between the generations in society today? Well, there's a number of reasons. One of them I want to bring up. One of them is the experts in the field that tell us how to raise our kids. And what's unbelievable about this is they're going down the age bracket. Used to be by the time they were adults and had problems in teenage years, they would go see a psychiatrist or whatever and they analyze them and figure out what's going on. Now they're doing it at a toddler age. They're doing it at a kid that is 15 months old and telling the parents what's wrong with the kid when it's 15 months old. It's astronomical how the media and the world will not talk about this. How these people just go free reign in their little psychological PhD, which by the way is a public high school diploma in my mind, a psychology people that are telling us all these problems with our kids and they're not even old enough to get out of diapers. So listen to this bonehead award for today because it's a good one. It's an absolute, one of the best ones that I've ever had. And her name is Dr. Carol Phillips, November of 2013 on a PBS show, Public Broadcast System. You're paying for this. Listen to what I'm telling you. It's a show called Speak Your Mind, Tantrums and Meltdowns. Tantrums and meltdowns at 15 months old. So take a good listen to this one. Let's begin first, of course, by introducing our guests. Marlis Johnson works as an infant and early childhood mental health consultant, providing direct services to parents and their children and training for Head Start and other early childhood programs. And Deidre Quinlan works as the teen parent specialist for the Duluth Public Schools and as a consultant to early childhood programs serving high-risk families. Thanks to both of you for being here tonight. Mm -hmm. And I thought a really good place for us to start would be, and Marlis, I'm going to start with you. I'll have you, I'll have you start, uh, would be to tell us who, who are these toddlers? Who are toddlers as, as, as a species, I guess I, I would say? <laughs> <laughs> what are what are they like? And and you know, a, a question my producer asked me this evening when when we were talking about the show. He said, "What age does that start at? And what age does it go to?" We can even start there with some little description of the toddler. So now a 15-month-old has mental health issues. So you got to get a mental health consultant. This person don't even have a full mind yet. How can they have mental health issues? Toddlers are species now. That's what this lady said. They're species. Separate. 
from humanity. This is how they recognize them. This is the insulting world that has encrept into America. These absolute people that will not even consider the fact that there was a creator of all things and all things good. And that creator takes care of his creation. We have issues, obviously. 15-month-old child does not have any issues. You can't determine unless there's a physical disability with that child whether they have issues. And what I want to do is I want to close this particular podcast with the reason that is happening in the world today. 2 Timothy 3, 2 through verse 5 of the Bible tells us exactly what we're experiencing. And Paul says, For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. That's the truth, patriots. That's the truth. Individuals in this world are fallen for everything but God, everything but the truth. And I know someday when my grandkids are teenagers, they're going to hate me and they don't even know me. That's very frightful in our world today. So you've got to stand up. You've got to show up and you've got to speak up to change what is happening in our education system to not only save our country, but to save our kids, to give them pride and self-confidence again outside of some controlling power called evil. Absolute evil is in control of what's going on, and we've got to do something about it. So I'm asking you politely as a patriot to stand up, speak to your friends, neighbors, politicians, Board of Education, mayors, and say, look, enough is enough. Let's go back to being human beings again. Let's go back to kids playing without psychologists pulling them into some room and say, what's wrong with you? This is the gunny out.